This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by TextHelp. Kids struggling with reading and writing? Get them the support they need with read and write software for the desktop, Google, or iPad. These proven software solutions help those with reading and writing difficulties, learning disabilities, or English language learners. Read and Write Gold text-to-speech software provides tools for reading, writing, studying, and research for students while they work within the common applications they use every day. Read and Write for Google provides support tools for Google Docs, PDFs, and EPUBs in Chrome, on PCs, Macs, and Chromebooks to make Google Apps for Education accessible. And iRead&Write makes reading easier and ensures accurate writing as students use their iPad for school, work, or leisure. Learn how the Read&Write family of products can help your struggling student by visiting texthelp.com or by calling 1-888-248-0652. That's 1-888-248-0652. Get a free trial of Read&Write Gold or Read&Write for Google today. Have students with IEPs? Take advantage of the Read and Write Gold IEP special. Ready to buy now? Get 10% off a purchase on their online store with the code ATTIPS14SAVE10. That's ATTIPS14SAVE10. This offer expires on March 31st, 2014. Get your copy today. Hey there, this is Chris Bouguet, host of the AT Tips Cast. Unfortunately, I can't come to the podcast right now. I've traveled to the Assistive Technology Industry Association Conference in sunny Orlando, Florida, where I'm learning all sorts of new stuff I can use to help educators provide more options for students. If I were here to do a podcast episode for you, it would be episode 128, and it would have been recorded on January 21st, 2014. Sorry I missed your visit. It's really a shame when a person downloads a podcast and I'm not there to welcome them right away. It's sort of like all those emails that pile up when you go away to a conference. When you're there, you just don't have time to respond. Because you're a polite person, I bet you leave an automatic email reply that lets people know you're gone, when you'll be back, and who to contact in your absence. That automatic email reply could also have another use. It could be used as a form of professional development. Consider putting information in that email response that is potentially relevant to the reader. If the majority of people email you for questions about communication strategies, then pop your most relevant and prevalent communication strategies into the automatic email response. Why not? If it isn't relevant to the people, they'll skip it. If it is relevant, you've just helped them out and educated them about how to implement a new tool or strategy. And, if you're lucky, you might even answer the question they're writing to ask you about. Need an example? Here's my away message verbatim while I'm at ATIA 2014. Oh no! You wrote Chris and he's away. He can't tell you where he is because, well, you'll be jealous. It's warm there. There's a pool there. It's even an outdoor pool. The sun is probably shining right now. If you really want to know that badly because you just can't stand not knowing, you can find out over at attipscast.com. 
Now, don't be too jealous. The reason Chris is there right now isn't because he's on vacation. No, nothing like that. He's working. He's at a conference learning new stuff to help you and your students. He'll be inside listening to awesome presentations, consulting with others in the field, and learning what works in other parts of the country. That's enough about Chris and where he is. Let's talk about you for a moment. How can Chris help you? If you're writing him here, it probably means you need some sort of help with this, that, or the other thing. Perhaps it's in reference to a student who needs support to achieve an educational goal. Perchance it's because you'd like some sort of support brainstorming educational resources. Whatever the reason, Chris wants to be there to help, but he can't right now. Don't worry, Chris would never leave you hanging out there to flounder all by yourself. Resources abound! Try one of the following solutions. 1. If you work in the district in which Chris works, and you need something so urgently it can't wait until Chris gets back next week, call the AT office at 571-252-2111. If no one answers right away, give them a day or two to get back to you. It is always crazy hectic busy there. Be patient. 2. Lately, many people have been writing Chris with questions about where to find great apps for education. That is sort of a broad question, and if Chris were here to answer you live, he'd be asking you questions to help narrow your search. For instance, he might ask, what sort of goals are you trying to achieve? So, are you looking for apps? Is that why you're writing him? If so, he'd probably also tell you that there are a number of resources available that review apps for educational purposes. The following are just a few places you could go to streamline your search. A teacherswithapps.com. This site is an educational app discovery site where each of the apps listed are vetted by educators. They field test every app with a cross-section of students and other educators as part of the review process. B. bit.ly slash g-a-t-f-l. That's bit.ly slash g-a-t-f-l. The Georgia Tech Tools for Life app review portal allows the user to search for an app based on a drop-down list of categories. C. bit.ly slash appolearning. If you'd like an app that reviews other apps, check out Apple Learning by Applicious. Apple Learning is an app by Applicious that showcases the five best educational apps for school-age students as selected by teachers and app experts across 150 different subjects. D. If the previous three resources didn't meet your needs, you can always search the Loudoun County Public Schools Digo Group at bit.ly slash lcpsatdigo. When you do the search, put in the term app review to find additional app review sites that anyone from the Loudoun County Public Schools Assistive Technology team has found. 3. People have been asking Chris a lot lately about reading strategies with regard to teaching multisyllabic words. Now, that might sound pretty specific, but the strategies used to help students who struggle with that skill are really pretty universal when it comes to helping anyone read anything. Chris compiled the list of following resources for some educators he's been working with on the subject of multisyllabic words. A. An article from Scholastic on tried and true strategies for decoding multisyllabic words, such as inviting students to work with a partner in front of a mirror saying words. While one person says a word, the other person counts how many times the first person's mouth opens up. These openings correspond with vowel sounds, and a syllable can only have one vowel sound. Try it now yourself. Go ahead, no one's looking. If you like that activity, there are others over at bit.ly slash scholastic decoding. B. 
Broward County in Florida has published a free ebook slash slideshow slash PDF that reviews some of the basic strategies for teaching decoding of multisyllabic words. An example of one strategy they share is to circle or highlight the vowel sounds in words. You can check out the file for yourself at bit.ly slash Broward Reading. C. The Reading Rockets website also shares PDFs with lessons, research, and literature suggestions to work on the suggested activity. One example shared at bit.ly slash syllables is to put syllables on index cards, or if you're going to high-tech it up, on cells on an interactive whiteboard, computer, or graphic organizing app, and then jumble them all up. Students can then slide the cards or cells around to make words using the syllables. D. Write syllables on full-size pieces of paper. Put the syllables on the floor and ask students to step to syllable to syllable to make words. Think like Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade when he has to spell the word over the huge pit by stepping on stones. See how many words you can make with the syllables by jumping from paper to paper. Like that strategy? That's one that Chris came up with all by himself. He likes to incorporate gross motor whenever he can. Are you still here? Are you still reading this email or did you click on to the next email already? Well, if you're still here, number four. Did you know that Chris authored an app that helps people conduct evaluations and consultations to brainstorm technology solutions for students? It's called AT2Go, and you can learn more about it at bit.ly slash AT2Go. Oh, you did know that? Awesome! Well, here's something you may not have known about the app. It was in the running to win the best mobile app in the 2013 Edublog Awards. The awards were decided by voting this year, and it came in second place beating out apps like Twitter, Evernote, and Dropbox. Not only did it come in second place, but it only lost by five votes. Want to know which app won? Well, it's a pretty neat app indeed. It's called AR Flashcards, and it's free. Once you download the app and get it on your device, then you go to the website arflashcards.com and you print out a PDF of cards. There are currently two sets of cards, a space one and an alphabet one. When you launch the app and hover over the card, a 3D version of the object on the card appears. Chris's own kids tried it, and they loved it. They were so curious to see what would pop up on the screen when they hovered over a letter. The AR in ARflashcards.com stands for Augmented Reality, and if you haven't messed around with that concept yet, oof, you're missing out. Let ARflashcards.com be the first one you try. You can learn more about AR Flashcards by going to ARflashcards.com. If AT of Altigo had to lose, Chris is glad it lost to this cool app. 5. Maybe you want to take a break for a bit. Relax and listen to one of the 60 stories Chris has co-written with his wife, Melissa. You can visit the website, nightlightstories.net, to read short descriptions of each story. Have a listen and share the stories with every kid you know. You can like Nightlight Stories on Facebook, too, by going to bit.ly slash nightlightstoriesfb. The latest story, Terra Penny Ornata Part 1, is about a student who is exploring geocaching. 
In this story, a teacher conducts a lesson that you might want to try with your own students. They might think it's fun. You can listen to the story by going to nightlightstories.net. 6. Did you know Chris has hosted over 128 podcast episodes featuring tools and strategies to differentiate learning experiences and solve students' problems? In fact, what you're reading right now is one of his episodes. Trippy, right? Want to hear it? You can subscribe for free in iTunes at bit.ly slash iTunes, or go to the blog attipscast.com to listen. On the blog, you can do a search for your topic and then listen to the shows that come up as a result. It might just help you find that for which you seek. If you enjoy what you hear, go ahead and like it on Facebook at facebook.com slash attipscast. He even did not one, but two episodes where he talks about how you can use automatic email replies as a form of professional development. And that's it. That's everything. While Chris is off doing who knows what with who knows whom and sunny who knows where, you're left to fend for yourself at least for now. But if you made it this far into the email, then you know that Chris just left you with tons of resources to explore. Chris will get back with you once he gets back with his tan. Good luck and have fun exploring. Chris's Auto Reply Robot. Hey all, before closing on this episode, I just want to say thanks to all of you who voted for the AT Tips cast and AT of Altigo in the 2013 Edublog Awards. In previous years, the voting was anonymous, but this year, they used a new system where the votes were public. Therefore, I know exactly who voted, and I'm going to thank you all by name. Since this is a pretty long list, I'll spread it out over two episodes. First up, everyone who voted for AT of Altigo. Michelle P., Dave P., Marianne G., Amy B., Elizabeth P., Brian B., Dawn A., Julie S., Carrie B., Josh A., Mark N., Karen J., Mark P., Aline K., Aaron S., Linda N., Kate M., who's actually the sister of a former student of mine, Robert M., Becky S., Donna A., Cindy B., the mother of a former student of mine, Julie H., Alyssa M., another mother of a former student of mine, Rebecca K., Melissa B., hey, that's my wife, Bill P., Heather T., Andy D., Dana V., Jeanette V., Lauren E., Christy D., Misty R., Jonathan F., Jennifer M., Sharika B., Charlie J., Patrick B., and Deb T. And thanks to both of them for the shout-out about asking people to vote for AT of Al2Go and AT Tipscast over at the Exceptional Show. Much appreciated. Tara J., Suzanne H., Mark B., Mindy S., Jen A., Beth P., Caroline B., Casey M., Linda K., Jacqueline B., Thanks for voting, Mom! Sandra C., Carolyn Z., Jessica A., Jessica C., Caleb D., Amy G., Sally N., Elizabeth B., Tiffany W., Cindy M., Sean S., and Mary H. Thanks again for voting, everyone. I really do appreciate the support. Until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive, and may all your strategies be supportive. Happy New Year, everyone! <laughs>